You're listening to the Packernet Podcast Network. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's time to talk about the Green Bay Packers. This is the Daily Cheese, your Green Bay Packers news update, brought to you by Packernet.com and Packernet Podcast. My name is JJ Leahy. Today we have a long interview with Aaron Rodgers, so I'm going to keep my comments brief. I'll just let you know, Devontae Adams was one of the players who took the stand and talked to the media after today's practice, the first of training camp. He's extremely disgruntled, to put it mildly, with the fact that he has not been offered top wide receiver money, at least in his opinion. However, he said he will play out this season. He is 100% committed to trying to win a Super Bowl this year. He said he doesn't want to focus on money, just football right now. Devontae was asked, would he consider taking a discount to play with Aaron Rodgers? No, no, that will not happen, was his response. The Randall Cobb trade is official. The Packers are giving up a sixth-round pick in 2022. And in return, the Houston Texans are paying $3 million of Cobb's $8.25 million contract, leaving $5.25 million for the Packers to figure out. The Packers also are signing veteran offensive tackle Dennis Kelly, a longtime Tennessee Titan, pending his physical. He started every game last season for Tennessee. He visited the Houston Texans and considered signing with them, but chose the Green Bay Packers ultimately. What does this mean for David Bakhtiari? Is he going to be ready to play at the beginning of the season? Is Kelly going to play left tackle or right tackle? Will Elton Jenkins be a tackle or a guard? A lot of questions. Hopefully we'll get that figured out pretty soon. Follow-up question, was this signing at the request of Aaron Rodgers? We know that he has asked to be given more input in free agent signing. He said he has a lot of ideas. We also know that the Randall Cobb trade was at his request. It sounds like the Randall Cobb trade was a necessity in order to get Rodgers to come back and play this year. In case you're wondering, no, there will not be a Jordy Nelson reunion. However, that is not for lack of trying. Randall Cobb said he personally called up Jordy Nelson and asked him to come play for the Packers. Jordy Nelson said he is happily enjoying retirement and does not want to play football anymore. Before we get to the Aaron Rodgers tape, a quick couple notes about training camp today. Devondre Campbell is taking snaps alongside Chris Barnes at linebacker number one. Rodgers looks pretty sharp by day one standards. As of right now, Elton Jenkins has been lining up at left tackle, but maybe this Dennis Kelly signing could change something. Also taking snaps with the ones, John Runyon. Josh Myers, Lucas Patrick, and Billy Turner. No sign of Royce Newman, although Ben Braden did get a couple of snaps. Who else looked good in practice today? Well, Jordan Love and TJ Slayton, who seems to be quite the physical beast. Love had one particularly impressive touchdown pass to Amari Rogers in the corner of the end zone. Very exciting. Meanwhile, Jake Sternberger's first appearance in practice was a dropped pass. Aaron Rodgers took him aside and talked to him for a few minutes, maybe explaining what the expectations of the play was, maybe encouraging him. Who's to say? But this is certainly a make-or-break season 
offseason, in fact, for Jay Sternberger. Here now is Aaron Rodgers on what exactly happened this offseason. What was this all about for you? Uh, yeah, I mean, that's kind of a loaded question. Um, I think, you know, there was uh, a lot of things that transpired. This wasn't, uh, you know, a draft day uh, thing, you know. Uh, this was uh, started with a conversation in February um, at the season ended. And I just expressed, you know, my desire to be uh, more involved in conversations directly affecting my job. Um, also, uh, I wanted to help the organization maybe learn from them some of the mistakes in the past, in my opinion, about the way that some of the uh, outgoing veterans were treated. Um, and just the fact that we didn't retain uh, a number of uh, players that I felt like were core players to our foundation, our locker room, high-character guys. I'm talking about Charles Woodson, Jordy Nelson, Julius Peppers, Clay Matthews, Randall Cobb, James Jones, um, John Kuhn, Brett Good, TJ Lang, Brian Balaga, Casey Hayward, Micah Hyde, guys who were you know, exceptional players for us, but great locker room guys, high character guys, many of them who weren't offered a contract at all or were extremely low-balled or were, you know, maybe in my opinion, not uh, given the respect on the way out that guys of their status and stature and high character deserved. Um, and then it kind of progressed from there into a commitment for the 2021 season and beyond. Uh that really wasn't uh, given at any time. So for me, I had to assess the situation, not necessarily wanting to be a lame duck quarterback, especially after an MVP season, which I think you can understand. Um, and then the other part uh, in, in February was wanting to be a part of conversations involving free agents, uh, which has never happened in my career. Um, you know, I've, I've trained with a number of NFL guys most of my career in the off seasons. Um, my agency athletes first has had a number of high draft picks over the years. Uh, I've tried to pass along information. Um, hasn't really been, uh, used, shall we say. Um, so I wanted to offer my services as a recruiter, you know, uh, and I think we can all understand, you know, Green Bay isn't, uh, uh, you know, a huge vacation destination. People are coming here to play with me, uh, to play with our team and, and knowing that they can win a championship here. And the fact that I haven't been used in those discussions was one I wanted to change moving forward. And I felt like based on my years, uh, the way I can still play, that that should be a natural part of the conversation. Um, as that progressed from that point, Nothing really changed on that front. Uh, so we got into March, and the conversation changed. Um, as I felt like, uh, if you can't commit to me past 2021, and I'm not a part of recruiting process and for agency, if I'm not a part of the future, then instead of letting me be a lame duck quarterback, if you want to make a change and move forward, then go ahead and do it. Um, that obviously didn't happen. Uh, like I said, it wasn't a draft day thing. There were conversations for uh, a number of months leading up to that. Post the draft, I think what basically happened was then they said, uh, you know, we'll, we'll give you some 
we'll give you some money now. Let's see if we can throw some money at you. I said from the start it wasn't about the money. Um, obviously, I didn't show up for the off-season program or mini camp. To me, it was bigger than this. It was about uh, trying to be a resource for the organization that I care about and love so much. Um, so when the money came at me, the other part is the backstory to that is, you know, after the season, there was a part of me that did think that there would be conversation about an extension, you know, based on my cap number this season, next season, it seemed natural based on the way I played to at least have a conversation about it. It wasn't a conversation, uh, not until into May. And that to me seemed like, uh, an analogy that you guys understand. You guys have a fantastic year at work. You write some great stories. You go to your boss and say, I just had an incredible year. I think I deserve a pay raise or, uh, you know, some security. And the boss says, yeah, let's just see how it goes. A couple months down the line, you get another job opportunity. You go back to your boss and say, hey, I got this amazing job opportunity. And we say, whoa, 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 whoa. No, 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 we, we love you. We want you to, we do want you to stick around. We, you know, we do, we do care about you. Just have the same, uh, feeling, you know, and so, you know, I said it wasn't about the money and, and the way that felt, you know, kind of just doubled down on that. Uh, nothing really changed throughout the summer. Uh, there were some, obviously, some developments in the last week or so, but, you know, I was really working on myself and my own mental state throughout the summer and, and uh, at, at various points deciding if I wanted to even keep playing. But, uh, you know, the fire still burns, and I wanted to, uh, I wanted to be on a football team, and um, we got some things figured out in the last few days, and I'm here. So along the lines of that, does, does, does the Randall Cobb move, is that, not that's the answer, but is it showing that there's a step in the right direction from the organization's part to listen to you and respect your thoughts on personnel? Well, look, I'm really excited Randall's coming back. Uh, he's obviously a dear friend and a guy I still believe in that can really play. He falls into that category that I mentioned earlier of guys who left here, um, who are high-character guys. Um, it's the desire that I've talked about before to finish as a Packer that's always been really important to me. And it's important to those guys as well. The guys I mentioned, I talked to the majority of them this offseason because I wanted to hear their experience and how they felt leaving the team and the way it went down. So I had all the information. And I think there's a sadness underneath it all. Um, obviously, there's a sadness when your career ends, but a sadness that uh, things went down the way they went down um, for a team that they cared about and loved and put their bodies on the line for for so many years. So to get Randall back is really special. Um, it's something that uh, that I talked about back in February, wanting to, to bring in a true slot receiver. I thought would uh, make our offense more dynamic, and I think Randall's a dy dynamic player. He has been when he's been healthy. Aaron, was there a point over the last few months when you seriously considered retirement that this might you might have? And, and at what point did you change your mind and decide to actually come back? Yeah, that was definitely something I thought about. Um, you know, I talked about how important being a full timer was for a, lo a long time. This was the first time to to spend the off season away uh, without a COVID year or a lockout year. Um, and I enjoyed it. You know, I really did. I, I took time working on myself and and trying to to better myself in a number of areas where I feel like I could improve based on my own patterns and conditioning. Um, and it was a lot of a lot of growth in that process. I continued to find joy and happiness and things off the field. Uh, however, there's still a big competitive hole in my body that I need to fill. And as I got back into my workouts, um, I just realized that 
I know I can still play, and I want to still play. And as long as I feel like I can give 100% uh, to the team, then I should still play. Do you expect to be a Packer next year? What would it take for you to be one next year? Yeah, I really don't know. I mean, I think things are uh, in that in that uh, direction haven't really changed um, at all. I think uh, I'm just going to focus on this year. There's a lot of moving pieces besides myself. Um, expiring contracts for a number of guys. So there's going to be a lot of tough decisions at the end of the year. Um, I'm just going to enjoy this year and then revisit that conversation at the end of the season. Aaron, you said many times and you reiterated it's always been your goal to finish your career as a Packer. Do you hope this progresses to a point where you feel all right with that moving forward? You said focus on this year, but you still stand by what you said year after year that you want to finish your goal. I did, but as you recall, uh, I said last year that there's some things that might be out of my hands at this point. And, you know, based on the, them drafting my replacement, uh, J-Lo, last year, um, I think that kind of put things in motion. Um, based, the way, based on the way the season went last year, there was nothing in last season that made me uh, confident that I'd be back after 21 and maybe even not after 20, 2020. Um, Thought we could progress some of those conversations with maybe a greater commitment during the off season. Uh, like I said, that didn't really didn't happen, but uh, that's why I just have to focus on this season. And uh, I love this team. I love the you know the fans and the opportunity to play on Lambeau Field has been uh, a dream come true. To be in my 17th season is really special. Um, I don't take that for granted. I'm not a victim here at all. I just want to reiterate that. Like I've been paid a ton of money by this organization. I'm so thankful to be a starter here for my 14th season. Uh, not many guys have the opportunity to do that. So I'm not, uh, I don't feel like anything's been done to me. There is, it's, it's a business, you know, it's an, it's an incredible opportunity to play this game. Uh, it's a tough business too though. And this is part of it. Um, so I, I, I totally get that point and that's, that's not lost on me. Um, that's why I'm just going to enjoy this season like I did last year, have the right perspective and, and then make decisions at the end of the season.